Hey everybody, welcome to Tech Terminal. I'm your host, Chris Cox, and today we'll be diving into the popular topic of software development, why software development's never finished, and the importance of continuous optimization, whether it be making sure your architecture is always in the best state possible to avoid security vulnerabilities, or just dedicating time for a team to constantly dive in, look at what you can improve, listen to the market, and iterate from there. So without further ado, let's dive in. An experience that really drives this point home for me. I'm working with two clients who in recent times have really begun to feel the effects of not having invested in continuous optimization. Just to kind of give you guys some background, some context, this client, they are more business savvy rather than tech savvy. So you can kind of understand where without some real guidance, they would have missed a lot of these steps along the way. But to kind of tell you what their story is like, they ended up acquiring a piece of software way back in 2000 or 2001. And at the time, it was a very stable uh, product. And for technology standards at the time, it was a very robust product. So they acquired this software and they implemented it into their business model. And as the years went on, they were so focused on selling their product, getting out in the field and selling to their clients, they never really spent any time, they actually didn't spend any time at all investing in continuous optimization uh, and updating the user experience as the years went along. And so in recent times, they've started to feel the effect of losing clients who have decided to go with more modern technologies uh, more modern experiences, um, because really the software that we're that we're talking about today, specifically in this case, is a very cumbersome, very complex system. That you know, as time goes on, or as time did tell, we more and more as users appreciate simple experiences. And this is a piece of software that is very representative of the time that it was developed in. So kind of taking this into consideration and knowing how this ended up playing out for this client in particular, we can come to the conclusion that from a business standpoint, as well as from a technology standpoint, it's really important to continuously optimize, right? From a technology standpoint, we talk about things like security, breaches. Um, there are a ton of talented developers bringing incredible products to the users. But at the same time, there's a ton of really malicious people out there who are equally as talented, but they're using their talents to steal information, find holes in, in software that a lot of people use, and things of that nature, right? We hear those stories in the news all the time. So when we look at continuous optimization, we really think about a competitive advantage for your brand in the market, right? In any market, the only brands who really are the front runners are the ones who are kind of taking these risks to continuously try new things in technology and see how that fits into their business model. They're actively listening to see what the users are saying. And they're not only actively listening, they're taking actions based on that feedback that comes in. And that's a constant loop that as a business, it's important for you to really hone in on and 
take advantage of that information so you can use it to improve your product constantly and move forward in a way that kind of puts you in a better position than your competitors, or at least at the same level as your competitors, which obviously means that you don't get left behind. One of the hardest things to do is acquire your customer initially, but it's even harder to continue to wow them, right? And you can work on continuously wowing them by paying that extra bit of attention to what your clients are telling you and being just a little more proactive in your investment in your technology stack. That way, you can be sure that your clients aren't leaving you. So we talk about continuous optimization, but what is that, right? What does that actually look like? And to give kind of a real-life example, something that a lot of us are familiar, familiar with would probably be, you know, Apple and delivering their iOS software. Every time Apple releases a major change, a whole new number on their operating system, you know, obviously it's, it's buggy. It's very buggy the first time around, right? You can never deliver a perfect piece of software. But that's also, you know, one of the good things about getting your software out into the, into the world, getting your product out into the world so you can get real-time feedback and then make those small tweaks over time, right? So let's say Apple delivers iOS 15. I can't remember what number we're on. Typically, this is the pattern that they follow. They deliver iOS 15, and by the second day, you already see a new update called 15.0.1, blah, 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 right? And they're making small tweaks in performance. They're making small tweaks in design touches. They might be changing the size of a button here, the size of an icon over there. And they're making small adaptations and user experience flows based on the feedback that's coming back from the market, right? So obviously, they're a large organization, and companies like Apple, Google, Microsoft, you know, they have people whose job it is to monitor social media, monitor YouTubers who make reviews of the products and the software that they're releasing. And they're really paying attention to what folks are saying, and they take that information, that feedback, they take it back to their organizations so that their companies can act on that valuable feedback pretty much in real time, right? And if you think about it, for these companies, we're always seeing them put out products. They're always improving their software, right? Companies like Apple, Google, you know, they're constantly updating. They're constantly listening to what, what's going on in the market what their users are saying, and they're acting on that, right? Very rarely do we see them put out a piece of product or a piece of software and have years go by before they make updates or before they optimize for a better user experience based on what everyone is saying. Imagine if Apple released a piece of software or a new iPhone or what have you and they never made any changes over time. Now, granted, they have a very strong brand, so they can get away with keeping at least exterior design changes to a minimum over time. But even then, if they were to never, imagine that the first iPhone that came out, if, if, if we're talking about, and just to kind of, again, put this into context, the clients that I'm working with whose software we're redesigning and rebuilding 
after 19 years, right, they're feeling the effects and they have felt the effects, the negative impacts of not having optimized over time, right? So could you imagine between the first iPhone release and today, if Apple would have never updated their hardware or their software, imagine where they would have been today. I think they just, they wouldn't have even existed, right? And so that's a real life example of continuous optimization, making small changes as you go, adapting as you go, listening to what the users say, and really adjusting your software and your product so that you can continue to have good footing in the market, right? So that's a real life example as the majority of us as consumers, as people who use um, cell phones, not everyone uses iPhones, but this is a similar pattern that you would, that you even see on the Android platform, right? Android has also made multiple updates to their operating system as time has gone on. And of course, it's all been based on user feedback, right? So fortunately for my clients, um, it's been a quite a long time, but they've finally woken up a little bit. Um, they've decided to make the move. Um, and really, it comes from just speaking up, right? Um, realizing that the only real way if you're delivering software, the only real way for you to survive in the market is to really keep up with what your clients are saying as well as what your competitors are doing. So be the voice in your organization who pushes for continuous enhancement and optimization of the software that you're either using in-house or the products that you're putting out into the world. Because at the end of the day, if you get left behind, essentially you're leaving money on the table. Your customers are going to tell you what they want. They're going to tell you once, twice, but by the third time, they might just decide, okay, we'll finish our service contract here and we'll go elsewhere. You know, we'll go somewhere where we can actually get what we're asking for, right? And from a business standpoint, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to lose clients and nobody wants to leave money on the table. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you found some value in it and hopefully you can take one or two things away today and share it with your work group. If you found it useful, feel free to share and subscribe because there's going to be more to come. So thanks again for tuning in to Tech Terminal brought to you by Wildom. Feel free to check us out on wildom.com. That's W-I-L-L-D-O-M.com. You can also link up with us on LinkedIn. We're always sharing some cool insights on there about what's going on in the industry as well as what's moving the talent market these days. So thanks again for checking in. We'll see you in the next one.